Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello and welcome back to this series of deep discoveries, deep dives into what is holding you back from living your purpose. So if you are just jumping into this, I want to let you know that there are two episodes previous to this that are really going to start the ball rolling with two pivotal conversations around the witch wound and around your ancestral karma and how those can really hold you back from living your purpose. And so we go into some good juicy astrology stuff in there. If you haven't already gone and listened to those episodes, make sure you go back the last two episodes that are up in the podcast world. (laughs) And if you are continuing on this series with me, welcome, welcome back. I'm so thankful and grateful that you are here with me on this journey that we're on together. And I just want to let you know that even though I work on this stuff all the time, I'm constantly looking at my chart. I'm constantly reading about new energy, studying astrology, studying other modalities and how they all link together. I am constantly in self-study of this modality because I'm so in love with it. I want you guys to know that Even with that, I am still having massive breakthroughs as I am doing this with you guys. And that's the magic of this work is that even though I get to teach you guys, like even though I'm teaching, I'm still having breakthroughs in my teaching. And that is one of the coolest things about doing your sacred work is that you continue to grow as you do your sacred work. So I've had some massive breakthroughs, you know, in our conversation around ancestral karma, more came up for me around my own personal lessons and signatures that I'm working through. A lot more came up for me around the witch wound. And it's always so interesting how the universe guides you, right? Like you'll get a a key, we'll call it, and that key unlocks a door and then another door is presented and another door is presented and it all seems to guide you to exactly where you're meant to go. And that's what I talk about when I, when I offer you guys that when we live in alignment, the universe starts to speak to you and synchronicities begin to happen because you are tuned in, you're tapped in, you're paying attention and truly that begins to change your life. So if you are on this journey with me, I hope you're starting to see some synchronicities. I hope you're starting to get some of those keys, having those aha moments. And we're going to dive into a new energy today, not a new energy to the podcast, but a new energy to our conversation around reclaiming your power. We're going to talk about Lilith today. And if you guys have been with me for a while, you know, Lilith is my girl, this energy. It is truly one of what I'll call my archetypes. She is something, someone, some, something that I work very deeply with in and out. You know, she calls me back and then I have to move out of her because she's very intense. And then she calls me back. But Lilith is this deep work 
around reclaiming our power in this life and healing the deep wounds of rejection. So if you've been with me for a while, Lilith is probably not a new energy to you, but what I want to present to you guys today is how you can find your power or what's holding you back, as we've been talking about, through the energy of Lilith. And I will likely be teaching my Lilith Masterclass again soon. If you join me in It's Karmic, you're going to learn how to use Lilith's magic, how to read her in a chart, her signature, her power, and what she brings to each individual soul in this life. But what we're going to look at today is her energy and how she can reveal to you those little sticky areas in your life where you feel rejection. And these areas of rejection, I know I'm not surprising anyone when I say them, say this, but the areas of rejection in our lives or where we feel rejected by the world teaches us to play small. And when we begin to play small, it doesn't matter that you know you're meant for something great or you know what you're here to do in this life or that you know you are you are here to change something or to live in a deep energy of resonance. It doesn't matter if you know it or not. That rejection will teach you to shrink and it will teach you to turn off your magic, to possibly be codependent or you might put up walls even thicker walls to protect yourself from anyone getting in. Your signature, as I mentioned, with every energy we talk about is going to be so different. And based on your Lilith sign and placement, you're going to find, you know, why you operate as you do. And there's going to be so much more inside of the masterclass, which I am going to launch. I think that it's going to be, if I'm really feeling into my manifesto creative self right now, I think I'm going to be teaching it inside of its karmic and I might make it an invitation to join. I'm pondering if I want to make it an invitation to join for the souls who didn't join its karmic. I don't know. We'll sort that out as we go. If you guys know anything about me, I love to create on the fly when I get these inspirational hits, but Today, we're going to dive into the energy of rejection, okay? So Lilith is this beautiful energy. She has so many parts to her, moving parts. She has so many things that she invokes within us, so many low energies, so many high energies. I really, I I do need a two-hour masterclass to present her to you, but the energy of rejection is one thing that comes with Lilith because she is somewhere where we learn to really dim our own light because the world teaches us that we are not as special or that our our sexuality, our sensuality, our bodies, our pleasure, it's going to be different for everyone based on your chart. But she's going to teach you, and, and not to harm you, but she'll teach you where you feel rejected in order to reclaim your power. So this energy where you shrink here is really showing you what's holding you back. And I do believe, I truly believe that the things that are holding us back are these karmic lessons and karmic 
counterparts to what we need to learn here and how we need to liberate ourselves in this life. Now, let's also say, I get this question a lot. What about in a man's chart? You know, what does Lilith represent in a man's chart? And I want to remind you guys that when we're looking at an astrological blueprint, yes, I guess gender sort of matters, but at a soul level, it, it is genderless, right? And so just because a man has more masculine energies and they're doing more masculine things in this life, it doesn't mean that their Lilith doesn't represent the same energies. So their their rejection is coming up here too. Wherever you have, you know, the male counterparts in your life and you look to their Lilith, that's an energy where they feel rejected as well. So I just wanted to plug that in because I get that question all the time. And I do that for all asteroids. It's like, we're just looking at it, the feminine uh, archetypes within a masculine body or soul, right? And that, that when it comes down to the baseline, these souls, our souls are completely genderless. When we could get into the, the ether, there's countless recollections and past life regressions and near-death experiences that state we are genderless up there and we choose our gender based on what we want to sort out in that life. So just saying that Lilith is for everyone, okay? Lilith's energy is in everyone. And I like to say, you know, there are Lilith men and there are Lilith women, people who have more prominent Liliths in their chart, heavily aspected Liliths in their chart. For instance, my husband has his Lilith conjunct his sun. Yeah, um, and his rising. So when I look at my my husband, and if you guys know his work at all and, and what he does for creative purposes, he is a boudoir photographer. He is obsessed with the female body, um, the male body. Like he just, he's this artist. He's a Pisces rising, Lilith and Pisces. Like there is this deep energy around him being what I call a Lilith man here to support the Lilith woman, here to support himself and liberate himself. And that magic is, is what I'll call a prominent Lilith in the chart, right? In the first house, it's really prominent. And we'll go into that inside of the masterclass. But when we're looking at this energy of rejection, we have to understand where we feel rejection in our lives. So before we even think about astrology, you have had two, two episodes so far to ponder where you have felt out of alignment with your purpose or where you fear stepping into the light or whatever has come up for you through the last two episodes, the fear of, you know, abandonment, betrayal, all that witch wound stuff and where in your ancestral karma, this energy line is sort of woven through, you've started to see or connect some dots, hopefully. And if you're not connecting dots, then well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you want to reach out and, and hop into a reading down the road. I'll be opening those up in December, but hopefully by now you are connecting some dots and having some big aha moments around the signatures we've talked about so far. And when we start to think about those, I want you to ponder back. Okay. Maybe you've written some notes. Maybe you've journaled on this. Maybe it's just sort of living in your brain, whatever it is. I want you to go back to what you've been thinking about in regards to what has been making you play small, what has been holding you back from truly going after what you want to achieve in this life. And when you think about that, 
I want you to just sit with, again, leaving the astrology behind for a second. Where do you feel the most rejection from the world? Do you feel it from family? Okay, are we going back to last week's ancestral karma conversation? Do you feel it from friends? Do you feel it from women? Okay, we've got a little witch wound here. Do you feel it from men? Do you feel it within your body? Do you feel it within your relationships and your partnerships? Just plugging in, like, where do you feel like the world rejects you or that you've learned that the world will continuously tell you you're too much, you're not good enough, sit down, be quiet. Maybe you learned it within your art, your artistic expression. Maybe you learned it within your mind, not smart enough. Whatever it is, I want you to sit with it for a second. And I want you to just let that expose itself. This might be something you don't look at typically. This might be something you you do look at all the time, but maybe you haven't connected the dots. And I want you to, again, releasing astrology for a second, begin to like really tap into where you feel that in your body. Where's that rejection showing up? It might be in a physical part of your body. Often it feels it feels like it's in like a chakra, like one of our, our chakras inside of the, the chest. Maybe it's the heart. Maybe it's the solar plexus. Maybe it's deep within the sacral. I notice a lot of my women feel it in the sacral. Maybe it's in the root. Maybe you don't feel safe. Maybe it's in those upper chakras and you don't feel safe to express your spirituality. Maybe you're forced into a version of spirituality that's not aligned with you. Okay, I'm just presenting many facets of how this can play out because it is multidimensional. And when you get one branch of it, you'll find another one and another one and another one. And I just want you to feel into it. Where did you learn rejection? Where did you learn to shrink yourself? Okay. And now that you've got that, And reflecting it back to if this is where you've learned rejection from the world and to reject yourself, how is it interrelated to the feeling of loss of power or the inability to go after your dreams and pursue your purpose? Because I can imagine you're already having aha moments Maybe you've thought about this before. This energy brought me a lot of aha moments. And when we dive into Lilith and her mastery, she doesn't teach you rejection in order to hurt you. As I mentioned, this is all our own karmic lessons, right? She teaches you rejection in order to help you reclaim your power And start standing firm in your strength. So I want you to really sit with her energy as this reclaimer 
of your sacred feminine fire or your sacred feminine flame. Now, in the the sky right now, she's been bopping around between Leo and Virgo. I'm actually going to pull up the chart right now. As I'm recording this, I just want to see where she is right now. Yeah, she's in Virgo right now. So there is two Liliths, and you will learn this inside of the Masterclass as well, and you'll learn this inside of its karmic, but there is two Black Moon Liliths, and then there is an Asteroid Lilith, and then there is a uh, a whole other Lilith called Waldemath Lilith. There's a few of them. Um, but I personally like to work with the true Lilith and she bops around. Okay. She's, she bops around. She doesn't move linearly. So she's been moving from Leo and Virgo for the last, likely for since I feel like it was like February and previously last year, she was moving through cancer. And so when we look into how she is invoking us on a soul level through her movement in the sky, she is inviting us into an energy to reclaim our power there. So you might've noticed through 2023, you really felt like reclaiming your power and confidence. Like you wanted to shine. I did a beautiful podcast on the Astro Bloom podcast with my dear soul sister, Vanya, all about Lilith in, in Leo and how it is about reclaiming your ability to shine your light, your confidence, your your fears of approval, letting go of worrying about what other people say or think and just saying, fuck it. Like I'm just going to shine my brilliant light. Right. And as she's been moving through Virgo as well, this is like a cosmic cleanup. I say whenever anything's moving into Virgo, it is a cosmic cleanup to help us get very clear and discerning on what is valuable and what is not valuable in our lives. And so Lilith will come in and say, all right, your um, worthiness is is in question here or your fears about not being worthy or your self-worth in relation to your um, connection to productivity has to be reworked because your worth is actually tied into your productivity. And Lilith comes in to liberate you from feeling like a bag of shit, essentially, right? Feeling like your worth is tied into how much you do or how well you do it. And it, this is this cleanup phase in your body, your mind, your soul around your deep feminine wounds. And so Lilith wants to show you where you have felt rejection in the outer world and where you have learned to reject your sacred powers, where you have learn to reject your femininity, where you have learned to shrink away from your divine feminine chaotic nature, right? If we just think about that on the level of what the world is and how we're taught to be as women, we'll just think about as women for a second. It's, you know, women don't behave that way. Women should be, um, should act graceful and easeful and beautiful. And we shouldn't be these wild creatures, right? We've had that programmed into our brains for far longer than I'd like to admit. I was just thinking back to being a kid in the 90s and the early 2000s, the magazines, the models. It was all about pretty much self-harm to feel feminine. And Lilith is that area where we learn to reject ourselves, reject our 
our natural beauty, reject our our physical vessels, where we can learn to try and fit into another mold because we're so afraid of being rejected as a female, as feminine spirits, as the chaotic wild nature that is innate within every woman. So this is an area of your chart where you're going to have to see yourself in full clarity and see where you have been playing small where you've been afraid to step up and shine your damn lights. And, you know, the Leo Lilith energy we've had for the last year has been helping you expose yourself to, well, where have you been shrinking? Where have you been hiding out? Okay. And this, this resonates deeply with my own Leo energy. It's like, why have you been hiding? Because the world needs your light. And this Virgo energy we're going into now is getting clear in discerning what parts of you have been useful to your growth process, to your sovereign nature, to your natural freedom as a divine woman, what parts of this have been healthy, mind, body, and soul, and what needs to be fixed and reworked, okay? So we have to dive into what needs to be fixed and reworked at this time where Lilith is working through us. Now in your own chart, you're going to find your Lilith and see that area of your life. Just look to the sign to start. Just look to the sign to say, all right, this is an area where I may feel like the world has taught me that it's not safe to be me, that it's not safe to be female, that it's not safe to be sexual, that it's not safe to be sensual. And this is an area that may cause you to shrivel up, hide away, and not step into your power. And when you don't step into your power, you are seemingly avoiding your purpose because your purpose is always, it's always gestating within what your power is in this life, okay? You will find power within your purpose. You will find passion, you will find energy, you will be lit up when you're in your purpose. You will find that doors open, that the world's just aligned for you. That's all found within your purpose. But if you're taught and you believe because of how you've been taught by the world that it's not safe to be there, that you better play small, then how can you step into your power, right? You're just going to keep shrinking away. So this week, what I want you to do is just ponder whether it's on your Lilith or Lilith and Leo in the sky or Lilith and Virgo in the sky and the lessons you've learned this year or are learning right now, what is being exposed to you right now around where you have been shrinking and what has been exposed to you around how you have felt rejected by the outer world and how that is a mirror for your own personal rejection. And then diving into the conversation we've had over the last couple of weeks around your, your purpose and what you think you're here to do, what you believe and know you're here to do. We talked about, I think in week one, I don't know, it's all a blur at this point about, you know, if you don't already know your purpose, make, pur- make finding your purpose, your purpose until you find your purpose, right? That beautiful quote. So if you're just on the journey right now of figuring out, well, what the fuck is my purpose? That's cool. That's perfect. Use this to see the area of your life where you might be avoiding your purpose 
because the world has shown you it's not safe to go there. Or if I do go there, I will be rejected, right? I will be told I'm not good enough or to shut my mouth or I'm too much, I'm too loud, I'm too this, I'm too that. And really within that, can you find this beautiful sense of clarity around where you are going to begin calling in your power? And as I mentioned, we're going to go so deep into this in its karmic, in its karmic, if you decide to, to join me inside of this beautiful karmic astrology certification, you will learn to understand all Lilith's signatures and how she works and weaves through the chart and how she is here to be such a deep divine feminine liberator. And you know, if you want to work with her deeper, that's probably where I would start. <laughs> and the dark feminine itself is this energy that wants to work with the chaos within you. Okay. Let's just talk about that for a second. In, um, and I, I never knew, I've heard this statement before, but I began studying with one of my mentors, her name is Angel from Sacred Anarchy. I've mentioned her before. She's brilliant. Go follow her. Uh, she talks a lot about what's called the left-hand path. And I'd heard that statement before, but it never clicked. And then it is an occulted word that refers to the divine feminine path. Now, it in the religious world and other facets is referred to as the devil's path. Okay. So, the left-hand path, which is the feminine path, the masculine path, which is um, the, the right-hand path. The right-hand path is thought of as um, religion as we see it today, the uh, theological studies as we see them today, and the divine feminine path. So the left-hand path is seen as the devil's path or the witch's path, okay? The, the path of um, darkness, and what is missing from that conversation I've learned over the last couple of years is that we are the divine feminine and the divine masculine. We are light. We are dark. I know you guys know this. We are the yin. We are the yang. We are the conscious, the subconscious. It's all polarity. And if you have the right-hand path, you have to have the left-hand path. And that left-hand path is chaos. And the thing about the, the left-hand path, the dark feminine, feminine energy in general is if you are not willing to go there, you stay stuck in the left analytical, logical brain, body, mind, and it's like you're missing a piece. You're missing a half of yourself. And if you don't use that beautiful right-hand path that we need, the containment, the energy of the masculine that keeps us grounded, safe, controlled, the divine feminine path, which is chaos, it will swallow you, right? It's like this idea that um, the chaos will engulf you. And not to say that sometimes we don't need to be engulfed in the chaos because we do. Think about dancing and moving our bodies and the liberation that happens from that. That is dark feminine energy. That is divine feminine energy to be in the chaos, swirling, moving. If you've ever worked with any feminine energies, there's this deep call to move your hips, to sway, to circle, to move your shoulders, to flow, uh, to belly dance, to whatever it is to move in a circular motion, 
within the body. I'm sure that'll resonate for a lot of you guys. And if it hasn't, you know, when you start to work into these feminine energies, your body will call you to move in this ecstatic, loving, liberatory way. And that's what we find with Lilith. She wants to liberate you. But in order to do that, she's going to have to like, she's going to have to destroy, right? We talked about this. We talked about this a lot. The destruction of the scorpionic energies, of the plutonian energies. Lilith also needs to destroy, right? She needs to destroy the boundaries that are holding you back. She needs to destroy the fear of the rejection you so, you so experience in this life. And so I want you guys to just sit with Lilith right now and sit with the energy of rejection. Maybe I'll go and journal on this. I mean, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and journal on this after this conversation. All those areas you felt rejected in this life. Start from the baseline. And even the areas where maybe you haven't even experienced rejection in this life, but you still fear it. Okay, if you haven't experienced it in this life, but you still fear it, we're going back to a karmic energy here. This is karmic as fuck. When we are like, I, I've never experienced this, but I fear it. Karma, past lives. Okay, and I just want you to reflect on that energy and write down, okay, I experience rejection here or I fear rejection here and this is my purpose, whatever your purpose is, write it down and then connect the dots. What is holding you back from getting there due to your fear of rejection, due to the story of rejection you have been telling yourself, okay, because we still, we, we tell these stories to ourselves, one thing happens, maybe it happens a couple times, and then we start to live and operate within that story. Oh, this is how life is. And it's not even that we mean to become a victim, but we do become a victim of our own reality because the world has taught us one thing. And so now I believe the world will reject me around the area of, okay, um, leaning into my Lilith and Sagittarius in, in my spiritual beliefs or my, my, uh, true belief systems, my connection to source, my spirituality, my philosophy. I fear the world will reject my philosophy and so I will shrink, right? So you're just going to begin to dive into this conversation. And again, I want you to, if it feels right, you know, start with taking away the astrology. Leave the astrology alone for a minute. And just use Lilith as a guide. You could sit down, you could talk to her. I always say when you talk to these energies, the planets, the, the, the asteroids, the archetypes, the goddesses, the gods, be very clear that you'd like to speak for your highest and greatest love, that you want the clarity to come through with ease and peace. And, you know, start to ask some questions. And once again, start to pay attention to what comes up in your life, the symbols, the messages, uh, the repeated things. I'm going to be all of a sudden you keep seeing owls everywhere, or you keep seeing things about Aphrodite everywhere. It's like, okay, that energy wants to speak to you. What is it? What is it showing you? What does it represent? And just start to listen. It's all you're going to do. Okay. And start, you know, calling in Lilith for her highest and greatest love for your highest and greatest love at this time and invoking her in a way that feels very grounded, peaceful, and nourishing. And if you're not ready to dive into Lilith, that's okay. That's okay. We've already gone through so many energies that, you know, you're building a beautiful um, 
picture or you're painting a beautiful picture of what it is you're working through right now. And like I said, there's so many more points to everything we've talked about, whether it's the witch wound, the ancestral karma, Lilith, we're going to talk about Ceres and a couple other energies. There is so many other layers to them that I could not even I couldn't, I'd, ha- I'd, I'd be on here for hours with you guys. And that's why you're going to join It's Karmic with me. So you can learn them for yourself. And I can literally spend those hours with you teaching you this stuff, right? That's exactly why you joined the certification is so that I have that time to show you. And then you get to go and ripple it out into the world, right? This liberating astrology that helps us dive into the shadows and truly get to the root of like why we can't get past the shit why we're stuck, why we're, why we're just ruminating in our wounds. And beyond that, there's so much more as well. This is an endless study. I, I've said this before, but uh, one of my first astrology teachers said, you know, he's, I don't even know how old he is. He's, I think he's over 60. And he was saying, I've been studying astrology for 40 years and I will die knowing, knowing nothing, essentially. That's not verbatim, but basically that's what he said. He He's been studying for 40 years and he will die knowing nothing because it's such an endless study. And let that be so exciting for you. Let that be so expansive for you that there is so much knowledge and beauty to learn within these studies that you can learn forever. You can find your own niche within it if you feel like being an astrologer or you could just continue to expand your personal being and consciousness and soul by learning the depths of this modality and expanding little pieces of yourself all the time. Like I said last week, right? I'm always finding new pieces of myself by studying my own chart. You're going to do the same, all right? And let that be an invitation to expand and to just live with excitement that there is so much more to discover here. So this is what I have for you this week. This is my offering. You're going to sit with this and I want to see what comes up for you. I want you guys to share it, share it on your Instagram, share it, you know, send me an email, send me a DM, what you've discovered. I love hearing what is coming up for you guys and the breakthroughs you're having. So I'm sending you guys so, so much love. If you do want to join It's Karmic, remember the wait list is open. I am only taking 20 people. This will be the biggest It's Karmic container I'm opening, but it also will only be 20 people. And I think the wait list already has 40 plus people on it. So if you want to get in there for the early bird pricing, so you're going to get the lowest pricing and get in before it sells out you are going to want to get on the wait list because this is going to be a short, quick launch. And then we're going to open the doors in November and start learning right away. So if you felt called, I'm going to put the It's Karmic wait list in the show notes and feel free to reach out to me to make sure you are on that wait list. I cannot wait to teach you guys everything. I know this is going to be such a beautiful journey. Have the best day. I'm sending you so, so much love.